Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. I'd like to start my preaching this morning by showing you something that I've found in the internet. All right? And a hiking logbook. It says, hiking is the most ancient exercise, still the best modern exercise. Interesting. Still is the best modern exercise. You don't need to buy anything except shoes. I'm Mali, you still buy. But you can actually walk barefoot. Do you know that that was suggested years ago? You walk barefoot? It was crazy. Because they said that their foot are designed to actually walk. But how many of us actually, imagine with me, if all of us would walk according to research. And research says that if you walk 30 minutes a day, okay, a few things will happen to you. Increase cardiovascular fitness, which I do need. Strengthen bones, which I still need. Reduces excess fat, which I have a lot. This morning I went to the mirror and said, wow. <laughs> Boost muscle power and endurance. Imagine, I don't need to ride on a bicycle for hours. For those Biking like me or cycling like me never reduces my fat. Because we do have certain goals as well. But how many of us know this but yet don't do? Yesterday, I never reached a thousand steps. No, really, because it was raining, have a great excuse. Raining outside, you know, better to just stay at home, cozy. And then I was reading my notes. It says, walking is a good exercise. This is giving me condemnation. But you also know that walking in God's word will do something in us. That is where we will walk today. This is where we will journey today. If walking physically has benefits to us or something will happen to you physically, I would just say something because I don't do it. I will not. I will try it. Walking in the Word of God will definitely do something to your soul as well. So today, we look at Psalm 119 verses 1 to 8. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the book, in the Bible. It's equated to the one of the books in the New Testament, like I think Philippians is like Psalm 119. That's how much words there are. We will unpack Psalm 119 to us. And this was written by an anonymous. Uh, I'm so glad uh, they did, were not able to define who. Because God will be glorified every time. No one is glorified here on earth. God will be glorified. So journey with me this morning on the longest chapter in the whole book. And we will look at the first eight verses. Why eight verses? Psalm 119 is also uh, written according to the Hebrew alphabet. Right? And it has eight stanzas per alphabet. 
So eight verses every time we look at Psalm 119. So why don't you stand on your feet this morning as we read Psalm 119. I like the sister at the back. The moment I said stand, she is active. That means she is listening. All right? Thank you so much. I get encouraged when there's a response right away. All right, Psalm 119, verses 1 to 8, this morning. Blessed or blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep testimonies, who seek Him with their whole heart, who also do no wrong, but walk in His ways. Verse 4, you have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. Oh, that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Then I shall not be put to shame, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. I will praise you with an upright heart when I learn your righteous rules. I will keep your statutes. Do not utterly forsake me. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for your word this morning. Lord, I pray that you would anoint the preaching of your word. Lord, you are the word and we want to encounter you this morning. I pray that we will be able to hear the message this morning so that we will be changed, not just by our mind, in our minds, but also in our hearts that would lead us into an application personally, at home, in the in, in our workplaces as well. Father, we just commit this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Chapter 1, or verse 1, starts with the word... Sorry, I just saw 3 Psalm 119. That's a different uh, psalm. Can you take that away? That's my fault. It's because of the rain. I just saw it now. I missed it. Pastors makes mistakes too. Alright. It says, Blessed are those whose ways, who, who way is blameless, whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep His testimonies, who seek Him, with their whole heart, who also do no, do no wrong, but walk in his ways. Interestingly, when we start reading or looking at this word bless, the translation immediately, because we heard in Psalm 1, it was, I preached this here, and it says happy, right? And uh, if you look at it, from the context of happy, yes, it, the, the translation is happy, but the word bless is more than just happy. Because if we only base it on being happy, well, do you know that the world, this world that we have also has different categories of what it means to be happy. In fact, there is a world happiness report. Do you know that there's a world happiness report? I learned this from Pastor Ian. Thank you, Pastor Ian. When, you know, we talk about our preaching. And it says, top 10 happiest countries in the world in 2022. Imagine that. I have a problem looking at this. Because 
we did not belong to the top 10. You know, the Filipinos are the happiest media people. During Baha, ju- hey, we smile. During Typhoon, we smile. During fire, we smile. Look at CNN when they would cover the Philippines. But it did not meet the categories. Uh, they look at the GDP. They look at um, dystopia, which is a thing where there are totalitarian people that would just... Um, Yan. Do injustices. Uh, there's social support. There's so many. I want you to just look at that. But imagine this world determines what it means to be happy. Right? Here are 10 countries that does that. Finland, Denmark, Iceland, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Sweden, Hallelujah, I believe there, Norway, Israel, and New Zealand. Do you want to guess where the Philippines stand? Number 60. But don't be discouraged. This is the world telling us the happiest country in the world. I would beg to disagree in this category. I want us to look at what the Word of God says about what it means to be blessed. The world has their own category of what it means to be blessed equals happy. We have a different way of looking at what it means to be happy. Uh, we were studying, uh, you know, as pastors of our church, we, we come together and um, decide the direction of our, our preaching. And in our conversation, we were looking at the word blessed. And we realize that being blessed or blessedness here is walking forward to a direction. It does not mean you just stand still. Oh, I am blessed. No, the, the aspect, the idea of being blessed is you make progress going into God's straight line. That's when you become happy. Those whose way is blameless. That's a beautiful Picture and say, uh, those who are blameless, I did not reach that. But remember, blessedness is a, di- a direction. It does not stop. In other words, today I can reset myself and say, Lord, I am so sorry. I want to be blameless one day. It's, it's like the verse in Matthew chapter 4 or 5, 22, when it says, be perfect for your father is perfect. It's a progression. One day you will be perfect when you see him face to face. But going through, little things are changing as we go along. Before, you have 10 lies a day. Hopefully now, no more lies a day. Eight na lang, Martin. No? <laughs> Martin is my friend. Eight na lang daw. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies. The testimony here is not the testimony I have. Actually, in some, I just want us to understand that there are eight at least that I have observed. In this particular eight verses, there are seven words, synonyms that talks about the law of God or the word of God. And one of them is testimony. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies. In other words, the word of God. You are blessed. 
So the question I want to ask for us today, since we look at the world happiest report, is it possible to experience a blessed life if you don't live in Sweden? If you don't live in Luxembourg, akala ko sabon yun, Luxembourg. Parang pagkain, right? But it's a country in English, right? My answer to this is yes, it's possible to experience a blessed life based on the Word of God. Amen? So, here is what I want to propose this morning. Yes, it is when, walk, when you walk in God's words. In other words, walking in God's words, you will be blessed. You follow three things. My suggestion this morning, as I meditated on the Word of God, Pastor Jerry alluded to some of this this morning in his prayer and said, Yes, that's part of my preaching this morning. Remember this, direction, divine boundaries, and decision. And let me explain by going through the verses again this morning. Blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Where do you align yourself when you walk daily? I mean, I am so glad the word walk is written in the word of God. When you follow Christ, you don't stand. You just don't sit down. You walk with Him. Excited lang. Kasalanan ni Pastor John kasi pinag-pray niya ako na magkaroon ako ng fire this morning. In fact, he prayed for me to be burned. Sabi ko, wag naman. Lord, fire lang. Enough. Who keep his testimony again. We keep the word of God. And we walk in his ways. I like the good news translation. When it comes to testimony, it says, Happy are those who follow his commands, who obey him with all their heart. They challenge that you and I, including me, is sometimes my heart is not there to follow him. But we are being reminded with victory worship. Yahweh, no fear in you, but we only speak it. Is your heart aligned in obeying his commands? That's why I said direction. Which direction do you go when it comes to the word of God in your life? Direction basically is walk in the law of the Lord. That's in the scripture that we just read. Another one is follow his commands. Walk in his ways. Three things about direction that I want to remind all of us based on the first three verses that we've learned this morning. And to sum it up, the first three verses, it says, God's blessing is directly con con connected to obedience to His Word. You will not be blessed if you do not obey His Word. How would that be possible? Well, my story is that I obeyed the Word of God. I was 21 years old. I was looking, my wife and I were looking at pictures 
Unfortunately, there were no digital picture in my time. And because we are missionaries, we moved from one place to the other. So I only got a picture when I was 21 years old. And this is how I look like. I was 21 years old. I gave my life to the Lord just before I was 21. It's okay, it's okay. I will point. Don't worry. Listen to me. You're pointing where, where, where is Pastor Carlo? Don't worry. I will guide you just like the Word of God says. My point is, when I hear the Word of God, I submitted my life to Him. Did I become perfect? Then no. I am being molded from glory to glory. But it will not stop me from obeying Him. The picture on your left is when I started in the ministry. That's me. 80s na 80s. Ah, brush up ang buhok. Siete ang gilid. Right? And on your right side, I was translating for Floyd Maclang. Floyd Maclang is one of the author. He's my friend. We were doing crusades in the 80s. I was, actually, we have the same height in the heavenly places. That's me. Obeying the word of God. Perspective lang naman yan, di ba? If you look at me and Floyd from the heavenly places, same height. Right. Topographical view ang tawag dyan. Right. <laughs> Amen, Pastor Ian. Amen. Right. Where, how did I obey the word of God at age 21? This is my first time I would share my testimony here. My life was in a mess. I was in drugs. Come from a broken home. I blame everything to my dad. And I had a great time in the world. And then a friend of mine shared the gospel. We were eight friends. Shared the gospel to me. Gave my life to the Lord and I said, Lord, if you will change my life. This is the first uh, time that President, ex-President Duterte was the mayor in Davao at that time. So if you remember the story, he was cleaning the streets of Davao City on those who sell drugs and use drugs. I was on a hit list. I'm not happy saying that, but that was my life then. So I told the Lord, Lord, will you change my life? I'm going to give my life to you. I will leave everything and follow you. And he did. And so my goal in life then was to share what God did to me. He changed me. has given me new life. And that's how these pictures came into being. This is my mobile team, team days. We would go around the island of Mindanao. We would go to the churches and schools to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's what he says. Go and make disciples. That was my first. Actually, I had, sorry. I was going to say I had made a tattoo of Matthew. Bawal ba yun? You didn't hear it. <laughs> Obeying God's word has a direction. And the second thing is God's law for me sets up a divine boundaries in life. You know, boundaries are meant for us to walk with freedom. How many of you do running here? I do running every often. 
and I like running in paradise. This is the best place to run. I used to run in Capitolio. Ha, that's the only response. But here it's so great. There are boundaries here when you run. In fact, it's so nice to run here. But if you run without boundaries, chances are you might end up matapilok. Ano ba English ng matapilok? Iyon, ganon. English dito? Flavio, this is because of you, my friend. We're speaking in English. My friend said, stop talking in Tagalog. I don't understand. I said, yes, I will speak in English. And Filipino way. Here in this verse, in two verses, you have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. The precepts of God needs to be kept diligently. That's where the boundaries are pleasantly put in right places in our lives. Steadfast in keeping your statutes. You know, the, the commands of God as we walk with Him, it will make sense. Oh wow, these are the pleasant places of the boundaries that I have. It says, in NIV, I like the NIV version, it says, you have laid down precepts that are too to be fully obeyed. It's not half obeyed, fully obeyed. It's not even a suggestion like our traffic rules in the Philippines. My, my ways were steadfast in obeying your decrees. My prayer is that we will fully obey the word of God and that in obeying, also in obeying His decrees in our lives. So here's my thought. Boundaries are set by the Lord. Just walk in it. Don't even have to say, Kailangan pa ba? Do we need this word of God right here? Yes! We need it. I need it. I need to be in the word of God. Because if I don't be in the word of God, then I cannot obey His word. You know, we forget the Word of God. That's why we read His Word daily. How many of you forget the Word of God? I forget the Word of God. My wife reminds me. You know my wife when she wakes up? She would say, this is the day that the Lord has made. So even if I'm sleepy, it's like, yes, yes, this is the day. I don't know what she does when sleeping. Because the moment she wakes up, she declares that Word. Instead of it gets irritated, I would just say, yes, Lord, this is the day. She needs me, she needs to remind me of the word of God. And this is a great reminder right here, the word of God. So my friends, to neglect the word of God is to neglect the God of the word. I want us to understand that. Do not neglect the word of God. You need it. I need it. I would need it daily. So how does this apply practically? You know, we have two kids and this is... I shared my story when I got born again. And this is our kids' story with us. They become my side mirrors. You know, in driving you need side mirrors. We need our children to be our side mirror. What do I mean by that? Psalm 116 or 16 verse 6 it says, The boundary lines have fallen in pleasant places. Surely I have delightful 
inheritance. Well, our children becomes my side mirror. They become, they are my helpers when it comes to walking the talk. I love it. Because once they start seeing me not doing the right things, they would remind me. But of course, we talk to them and say, you can do that in the boundaries of respect to your parents as well. I love, I love my, my relationship with my children because they tell me as it is. Dad, why did you say that in front? When at home, you are not doing it. Those are scary things that your children will tell you. And that's why I like it. My boundaries have fallen in my home. They tell me, they speak to me in love and respect. You can work on it if you have children. Work, that's your team. They will help you grow in the knowledge of who you are. And if you don't have kids, go and victory group. Your victory group should help you. Delton, we will be in victory group, brother. Friday. Markman. Right? Forgot your name, bro. Markman. Mamaya mag-usap tayo. Ikaw! Ikaw! Yung asawa mo, katabi mo. Markman. We will work together. That's what this is all about. That's why we say, we're a church community. If you are part of this community, we will walk together in the knowledge of who God is. Then I shall not be put to shame. God's word is so good. Imagine, you will not be put to shame. How many of us here has been put to shame? I have been put to shame a lot of times. Why? Because I did foolish things. You will only be put to shame if you do foolish things. It says, having my eyes fixed on all your commandments. What a beautiful line this is. If you only fix your eyes in the commandments of God. The commandments of God is not to destroy you. It is to help you in your walk with Him. When I learn your righteous rules. I like this because it says, when I learn, that means I don't learn it all the time. That's why it's important to understand we walk with Him and we learn with Him and we understand His Word. Oh, I make changes. Just like when you make music, your first draft, ang pangit. The second draft, oh wow, ang ganda. And the final product comes. Wow, we can worship God together because it becomes better and better. And it says, I will keep your statutes. Wow, I will keep your statutes. Can you say that word with me? I will keep your statutes. Don't you like that? It's a reminder for you and me this morning. So the question I asked this morning, is it possible to experience a blessed life or a blessed life? Yes. Yes. When we align ourselves in the direction that God has set, 
And while walking in that direction, we understand that there are boundaries that God has set as we walk with Him. And when those boundaries are understood, we make a decision. Lord, I will. I will. And this can be our story when we walk in God's Word. Our design aligns with His. The story that I'm saying is I'm proposing something that we've seen from a friend's post, which I really like. This is someone who has made a decision to align his, herself to God. And she says, Lord, don't give me the desires of my heart. Give me the desires of your heart instead. I don't want the things that are not from you. I don't want my plans. I want yours. Let your desires become mine. I want to live for you, Lord. A prayer of a friend. And this can be our story as well. If we will walk consistently in God's word. So to summarize this morning, I put this together. Walking in God's word points to a direction, provides divine boundaries, and guides my decision to obey and live for Him. This has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.